Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Ah, here we go, Wednesday. Halfway through the week. George Jones action on the national anthem there. Shout out. Casey, good morning. Good morning, Remy. Meet, good morning. What another good morning. Still not good enough for Casey this morning. Every every day I walk in and I'm like, maybe today will be the day. The day that what? That Casey will like me. But no, it's not not the case. No head nod this (laughs) morning. (laughs) Oh my God. Everybody around this office was giving me head nods yesterday, you guys. Why? Because you said that I don't hug on the air. Oh, gotcha. And then everybody yesterday was making it a point to give me a real big head nod. I don't expect a hug, but I am field testing a new cologne right now. And yesterday you were like, it smells like a teenage locker room in here. Yeah. It smells like Axe. And then today I put it on and you're like, did you put it on today? Is it even there? Maybe you're just used to it at this point. Did you put it on? Yeah. I sprayed half uh, of my neck again. Not um, enough. My what aim is, is with you and the aim? I don't know. I, I, you got to look where the little Nas is it's, pointed. It's a new nozzle. I'm, I'm just getting used to all of this. I usually don't wear any kind of scent. And now he's strolling in with Armani. <laughs> and Casey thinks world. you should put it on your tongue, so. Uh, yeah, right? That's what that is. That's weird. <sighs> anyway. Uh, I'm just I'm just field testing a Christmas gift, so that's that's where I'm at with that. I apparently. like it for what it's worth. Thank you, Meat. I, I appreciate that. And uh, we think the weather is kind of teasing us here with this 50-degree uh, day yesterday. It is. This is what they call fake spring. It's gonna it's gonna become bad next month. You that's just a sci- that's a scientific term. Yeah, fake spring. Fake spring, and then yeah, like Meat said, M- March will come. It with, will snow again with a freeze. It will rain all April long, and in May we might start to see the light of day. Well, I got my snowblower to work, so that means we won't have any snow for the rest of the year. So <laughs> it'll you're be ice. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, today's show, we've got Casey's DMs an update on the gingerbread man's car, his yeah. stolen car. We'll get an update on that, as well as Remy versus Casey today with Miranda Lambert tickets up for grabs as well as Granger Smith. So big old show today on a Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. Zach Brown Band now, whatever it is, 92.3 WIL. Jordan Davis, Luke Bryan, by Dirt, 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. Good morning. We are excited for this weekend because not only Friday, but also Saturday, we got concerts at Ballpark Village. Hope you guys aren't sick of seeing me because we're going to spend <laughs> a lot of time together this weekend. Granger Smith on Friday and Russell Dickerson on Saturday. You can get your tickets at 923WIL.com and we will see you at the show. Uh, Meet and I were in a conversation yesterday talking about, you know, those wax colored sticks that kids like to play with. Don't say it. Don't say the word what right now. Use to color? Like, like Crayola makes them. Yeah. yeah. And Colors. he ca- he called them something that was really weird something and th- he's not the only one apparently. But we're going to talk about that next. Remy and Casey. I realize that all over the country people say words differently. But I, Meet, have never heard someone say what you said the other day. We were talking about our like our kids um, uh, over snow days and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They were doing a lot of coloring and things like that. And what do you what do you call those, colors? What do you what do you call those wax sticks? You know, like a box of crowns. 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 Yeah, the correct way to say it. The bo- I, a box of crowns. <laughs> Not crayon. And hang on. And how do you spell crown? You spell it the right way. C-R-A-Y-O-N. 
Why? Crown. And so what makes the W sound? Because crayon, that does not that does not come off of your tongue smoothly. There's nothing smooth and finesse about that when you say it. But crown, that's just like, okay, it's simple. It's crown. Crown. It kind of sounds like you learned it wrong when you were a kid and you're still saying that. I mean, I probably did. Or you guys learned it wrong. It, it sounds whole, fine to me. Oh, I don't think it was us. So the whole city of Kansas, like Kansas City, is saying it this way. Because we have some other people from Kansas City in our building who supposedly also say crown when talking about crayons. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I didn't know this was an issue until like a year or two ago, until somebody said it. But yeah, uh, multiple people in this building, all from Kansas City or the Kansas City area, say crown. So I guess it's a regional thing. I, I don't know. I think it is a regional thing because I feel like in the North, they really pronounce the crayon or they say straight up Crayolas. Mm-hmm, Crayolas, mm-hmm. See, crayons. Weird. I've always just said crayon, like yeah, cranberry, crayon. See, so you shorten it too and it's a lazy way that you guys say it. But all the letters, but like the letters that are, are in there. ours yeah, are, are there. But you say it crayon where it's like a crayon <laughs> juice. So like you're not really saying the letters or accentuating no, anything. Still, you took a five letter word and made it a completely new word. <laughs> you took a seven letter Letter word or six letter word and made it a four. Are there other words that like trigger you guys? Like I, I look, I coming from the north, we always said pop, and I have since converted a long time ago I'm to the same way. to soda. Yeah, uh, I've never said pop. Muscacholi is another one that everybody says around here, but it's actually mastacholi. Like that's how you. I still don't believe legitimately you. say it no, or pronounce it. But I, I know that like you say like, oh, hang on, uh, the muscacholi thing. It's muscacholi. Yeah, it's a, it's a K, yeah. And or when it's C. at my wedding, it will be muscacholi. Okay. However, the, I think when going back to the soda thing, the something that might be regional is like any white soda, I think around here is maybe just called Sprite. Like you could walk up to me. I don't know what's in your cup, but if it's like clear and fizzy, it's Sprite. But if it's dark and fizzy, it's Coke. Even if you're like, no, it's Mr. Pibb. That doesn't matter. It's Coke. Well, I've, I've definitely heard that with the Coke stuff. That seems like a very Southern thing, like a super Southern thing. Maybe. I've definitely heard that. I've never heard the Sprite. The thing that gets me around here is people who say Illinois. It's Ugh. Illinois. It's not, there is no game. It's like you're skipping the first letter overall. Illinois. Or milk. Illinois. Yes. They pronounce the S. Illinois. Illinois. What is that trigger word for you that people mispronounce all the time? Missouri. X. There's so many of them. I want to ask you a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's there's so many of them, I feel like. Uh, Hit us up on the text line, 314-699-4766. Or you can also uh, join us on Facebook. There's a little conversation going on there. It's Brett Young now. 92.3 WIL. Casey. Meat says words weird. Just it's not weird. It's bottom correct. line. He calls crayons crowns. How'd you say it? Crayons. Crayons. Hmm. Okay. So the things that your kids color with, or apparently meat when he goes to dinner anywhere. <laughs> can I get the kids <laughs> menu so I can color on it? Uh, we went to our text line about words that like trigger you that are mispronounced all the time. You do have one on your side. My name is Rebecca. I'm from Alton. I've always pronounced it crown. Thank you, Rebecca. It almost feels painful to pronounce it crayon. That's what I'm saying. But I can't stand when people pronounce ask, axe makes me cringe. There's quite a heated debate going on on the Facebook page as well. Uh, Mark says, I'm from the South. Everything is mispronounced. <laughs> I want to know if there's, yeah, is true. there anybody in the world that pronounces everything correctly? Like everything all the exact same way? Yeah. 
I think it's the, people, it's the people that fight their accent, the people that grow up with that southern accent and decide they're not going to have it. It's those people who mm. proactively try to not have it. I think that's the only yeah. way. Daniel says Pello instead of pillow. Ugh. That goes along with the milk milk thing. That I sounding like an E. <laughs> Insane. Wash without the letter R. Like if uh, you say wash like the correct way. So Warsh? Cindy Cindy is saying she likes when you say Warsh or Washington. My mother always says Wendell adds an L on yeah. the O W. My insane. mom does that too. <laughs> uh you had Wednesday in here. Do you say the D? <laughs> I do not say the D. How are you supposed Wednesday? I can't even Wednesday. Wednesday. I don't. It's one of those things that like I feel like they made up the word, and then over time people were like, ah, we can probably just ignore that and like teach the kids when they're learning to spell. But yeah. you know, we're just not gonna do that. So we got the email last week from our big boss Jenny, and she was telling a story about February. Yeah. That, yeah. I've never said it like that. Just February. February. Yeah. Like, she's like, I want to hear the R. Like, Do you no! think someday they'll drop the letters? <laughs> just like it like doesn't they'll exist. drop that random R? You know, eventually we, we won't be talking to each other anyway. We'll just be communicating through well, our kind minds. Of like in Great Britain or Canada, how the word color has a U in it, or mm-hmm. the word honor has yeah, a U in it, yeah. but in the U.S. it doesn't. I'm Favorite feeling like they got it. to the U.S. and they were like, hey, we're just going to drop that because we don't really care. Yeah. Can we just drop the R in February? I'm down. At the end of the year. Can we we do this? When we add words to the dictionary, we should also do letter drops on words. Yes. (laughs) And just like word deletes altogether. Yes, just confuse the heck out of our our youth who are learning how to spell and do I think it would be more so confusing the opposite of the youth. Yeah. What word triggers you when it's mispronounced? Let us know on the Facebook page. Uh, You can join in on the conversation there. Or you can always text us 314 699 4766. I'm going to go color with some crowns now. Good job. Yeah, no, right it, doesn't, good job. it doesn't even sound Pass right. me the red crown. Crown. LB no. <laughs> Shane, my boy, 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL. We have caused quite a stir on Facebook, and I'm sorry for that. But if you would like to uh, participate in the what word triggers you when it's mispronounced uh, conversation that we've got on the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. Another thing that we are, I guess, contemplating on whether or not uh, we should get the day off after the Super Bowl. I mean, we've talked about this before, but we've never had it where Valentine's Day falls. So it just seems right this year. The day after. Too many complications. There's a lot of complications. We're going to we're going to talk about that and finesse it in next. Remy and Casey. 17 million Americans call in sick the day after the Super Bowl. So your question, Meet and Casey, is why are we still doing this? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Why is this still a thing? Make yeah. it an off day. So give me, Casey, give me your best pitch on why the next day should be a holiday. The day after the Super Bowl should be a holiday because it's one Super Bowl Sunday is one of the most participated in and celebrated non holidays in um, the U.S. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you can tell that most people are not going to be on their A-game the following day, especially if they have to go to work the next day. Let's go ahead and make it a holiday so we can party harder on Sunday. Plus, this year, it's Valentine's Day that Monday. Therefore, we should use the day to recover and celebrate love. I I like that. That was a good pitch. That's nice. I was missing a little bit of a PowerPoint presentation, but I'll... uh, (laughs) I'll accept your words. I'll prepare that next time. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Meet, how about you? I think it's pretty simple. I would just go to my boss and say, hey, I'm going to be totally worthless. I'm going to be hungover, so there's no point in me coming in on this Monday, so you might as well give me the day off, and I think it's pretty 
cutting standard at that. <laughs> it just like, makes it such a bummer when you're at Super Bowl Sunday, like when you're at a party and then everybody's like, well, it's nine o'clock. Yeah. Guess it's, I gotta go. It's even worse if you have kids because halftime, the halftime show becomes the end of the game for you. Yeah. Because if we're going to somebody's house for Super Bowl, now I'm like, okay, we'll watch the halftime show and then, you know, kids gotta go to bed. They got yeah. school in the morning, all of the things. I, I propose these two things, and I've proposed this before with having the Super Bowl not on a Sunday, but put it on a Saturday. That's fine. I mean, you're not throwing anything off because there's two weeks in between the last game and the Super Bowl anyway. So just put it on a Saturday. I'm not cool like with that. Football falls out. on a Sunday. Football nah. Sunday synonymous. You would not think about it any differently if it was Sunday on a Saturday. Football. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even second guess it. So now you're on his side. I'm fine with that. I just don't want to show up the next day to work. I don't <laughs> care what. It could be on a Friday for all I care. Just We're don't make me go to work. In a building that also staffs everybody at ESPN. Yes. Why are we coming to work the next day? Right. They have to. That that's their problem. They, they got, can they figure got audio that out. to play. They right. got bets to talk about. But I also think this. Yeah, hear me out on this. I don't think that it should be a holiday after the Super Bowl. Why? Because most companies give you a mental health day now. Even schools are giving kids mental health days. What if we all just took because mental health days? Because someday I'm going to need a real mental health day when <laughs> I'm having a, a me- no, yes. when I'm having a meltdown and I can't deal looking at you. That's wow. my mental health day. Wow. Super Bowl Sunday the day after is our hangover health day. Yeah. And Valentine's Day, hello. If we're not coming to work for Christopher Columbus, why are we coming to work on Seriously? Valentine's Day? Casey, do we, do we need to go to counseling? Are you just, are you throwing that out there? Like you asked the question. You sounded like you wanted to know the answer. That's my answer. I don't want to have that moment. So on Super Bowl Sunday, I feel like every year you have that moment, you get a couple drinks in you, you're feeling it, you're feeling good. And then you have to make that decision. Am I going all in at this point and continue drinking and yeah. be miserable at work? Yeah. Or do I pull back the reins a little bit and slow down? Don't pull back the reins. Just go for it. And you're going to be you're going to be drinking even harder, mate, because you're a Chiefs fan. Why you got to bring that up, I mean, man? They didn't make it this yeah, year. Mental health day when the Rams. Well, I win. guess that means you're going to have to carry the show on Monday. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, fine. Uh, but I might just take a mental health day. You never know, really. <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Yesterday we talked about Super Bowl stuff. I personally am most excited for commercials, of course. Oh, there's tons of great commercials. That's an entertainment factor all on its own. Have you already seen the Budweiser commercial? I this try year? not to watch any of them ahead of time. I really? Want to be, I want oh, to be surprised. The Clydesdale one? Meet. Yeah. I don't know if I love the Clydesdale one as much as I normally do, but I'm hoping that they're going to have at least one more that they surprise us with. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to just commercials. I saw one yesterday that caught my eye and I knew I had to talk about it. Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, eating a bag of Lay's. Oh, Lay's. Brings back so many good memories. Remember our road trip in 97? They played Shania Twain and they jammed to it. And I thought it was the cutest little moment. And it reminded me of Beat the Banger, how Meat thinks the cheat code to winning is is always through Shania Twain. Ah, yeah, I would agree at this point with Shania. I'm surprised Shania wasn't in this commercial. Like, she didn't show up. I know. I was waiting for her, too. usually, you know, bring out all the stops when it comes to Super Bowl commercials. Remember when Shania did the Super Bowl, when she did the halftime show? Vaguely. Gwen Stefani, I think. Oh, yeah. That was was not too long ago. That was the closest we got to country halftime show, which I don't think will ever happen. I mean, we do have our rap, like, our rap 
halftime show this year. So maybe we'll genreify it out over the next couple years. I could years. see a Luke Combs halftime show. I think that could go over decently well. All the Lukes? Maybe. All the Lukes. <laughs> oh, man. So Shania did the halftime show in 2003, which is long ago enough. But, I mean, am I crazy? Uh, Garth yes. Brooks has never done this? I don't think so. I don't think there's been a straight-up country halftime show. Because if they there's did, been they... plenty of national anthems that have been done by country singers. Yeah. yeah. But... Because the way that they're doing this... um like R&B hip hop halftime show this year, I wouldn't be shocked if in a future year they did a country collab where it was like Garth and probably a Luke Bryan or a Tim McGraw. Yeah. Um, whoever else. Garth sang the national anthem. Yeah, I know. At Super Bowl 27, that can't be right. Maybe it is. Maybe. I yeah. know Luke Bryan sang it a few years ago. Yeah. Car the Carrie? Dixie Chicks at some point in time. Dixie Chicks did it. Mickey Guyton this year. That's true. So. So, yeah. Keeping our fingers crossed for that country halftime show. We won't hold our breath anytime soon, though. <laughs> However, Shania will get a little, a little cameo in the commercials, at least. Looks like they did have a country halftime show in 94. Tell me more. No. Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, and the Judds. Okay, cute. That's what I'm talking about, except a little bit more like 2021. Uh, 2024, then we'll we'll have the anniversary of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> bring them all back. That. We'll bring them all back. Travis Tritt. Perfect. <laughs> Casey covers country is brought to you by Bricklayers Local One. Earn while you learn. Visit bacstl.com. Uh, we've got some unprofessional news coming up. Some dating advice if you're a guy, what to do, what not to do, especially when it comes to Valentine's Day. But apparently, women have all of the luck when it comes to first dates. I'll tell you more next. Is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Can I just say that I'm so glad that I'm not in the dating portion of my life anymore? Why is that? Because it just seems so wild out there. Like it's crazy with the, all the dating apps and everything, and how it's a new age in dating. It is. I don't even think it's dating anymore. It's like hookup culture at this point. Whoa! Don't be making those assumptions. Come like on. It, it probably blends at some point. Yeah. There's some new uh, study. There's a new study out that says there's bad news for all the frisky men out there. Researchers from the University of Kansas say women initiate only one in ten hookups when the man asks the woman out on a date. So like a traditional date would be man asks woman to go out on a date, they go to dinner, they go to a movie, and then whatever happens after that only happens one in 10 times if the men initiate the date. Okay. However, if the women initiate the date, like if a female is like, hey, you want to go out? 60% of those Boom! end up with the after party. Wow. That's like obvious the though. The after party, I like that. How is that Because obvious? if she's making the date, she's already planning for that. She's already set that appointment. Her legs are shaved. <laughs> she has exfoliated like you would and lotioned. <laughs> and she knows that she's wearing matching like There's a lot that goes broad into underwear. That. The, the legs if aren't you, shaved on a first date If you initiate anyway? the date, and I'm not like quite sure about you. I don't know what we're doing yet. I don't know how I feel about you or how confident I am in this. Harry. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Shave my legs for something that might be so dumb. So yeah, if they initiate it, they're pretty sure they know what's going on. Okay, so I guess wow. if you're a guy, you just kind of wait around, right? At that point? I, uh, I don't it's know like a, that's the answer. It's just like a foolproof thing. So for all the guys out there, if they're seeing somebody and the girl initiates it, they know at that point, like, oh. 
oh, things are going to be yes, yeah, still be do good. still do your best to like initiate dates and stuff because otherwise you're just lazy if you don't. However, just know if she's really putting in the effort, she's putting in the effort. Okay. Are there any other telltale signs or anything we need to know? That's it. As far as this study is concerned, I don't know what else they're doing at the University of Kansas, but apparently, yeah, shouldn't you know that, meat? Yeah, right. Just your stomping grass. Good, clean, fun school. That's all it. <laughs> family friendly. <laughs> family friendly here. We're just uh, we're analyzing first dates. Uh, next story, ladies, you're at dinner. You take a bite of a roll, and there's a diamond ring inside. No. Oh my gosh. And that's how your dude proposed. No. You like that? This is some sweet life of Zach and Cody Disney Channel ish. <laughs> if you put a ring in food, you don't. Nope. I hope she says put t- take it back and try this again tomorrow. I can't imagine biting into that. That would just hurt. I mean, right? a diamond is like the hardest stone on earth, right? That would hurt your teeth. And then it would just be dirty. It would have like food remnants on it and that's like, yeah. ew. And you're, even if you like it, you're pulling a ring out of your mouth and you're like, oh, this is cool. What yeah. do I, like, no, no, I don't like it. Why is it in a that? roll? Well, Breadco has everybody confused with their new promotion. So they've got this, this uh, promotional like poster that they've been putting all over Facebook and everything. And it has a diamond ring inside one of their like bread rolls. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, so they're going to hide a diamond ring in one of their food items, and that's how you're going to get this diamond ring that I they're bet, giving away? I bet it's, like, wrapped in foil and stuff so that, a like— golden ticket? They're yeah, not even doing like that. as you're— it's not, even in, it's not even in the roll. It's not even a thing. Oh. Like, literally, this contest is just you uh, submitting a photo on Twitter with Panera Date and sweepstakes. Okay, that's if that's the is. case, then they did a really awful job at marketing that by making it look like they're putting diamonds in rolls. <laughs> you guys do the work. We'll we'll benefit from it. Do you imagine if you're like in your 70s or 80s and you're just going to Panera oh, for man. for a for a you know bread bowl or whatever and you bite into it, you get a diamond ring? Oh my gosh! I know it's not happening, but they'd probably return it. Somebody dropped their ring in the roll. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, The Olympics happening right now. The Russian Olympic Committee still on top with 10. Norway at 10. Austria at 9. And the U.S. is, we're coming back up. The snowboarding events are happening right now. So we're coming back up. U.S. in seventh place with our first gold yesterday. uh, Lindsay Jacobellis with the snowcross event. She got the first gold medal for the U.S. The Blues will take on the Devils tomorrow night. Puck drop at 7. And... The Unprofessional News is powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. More at 923WIL.com. All right, time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone, Andy and Dardine Prairie and Brandy in Jerseyville. Brandy, you were on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today, Remy or Casey? Uh, my daughter says Remy, so we'll go with Remy. Wow. I got the daughters. Let's go. Let's not go. listen very often. <laughs> this is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Four two this month. Oh, what's going on over here? I don't even. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. Pass it on. Keep yep. going. Uh, Keep going. Four two this month. Casey's got the lead. Casey. <laughs> Uh, I think Remy won yesterday, right? Yeah, I don't remember, dude. I, I don't even remember. You know, Casey, it was categories. Yeah, it was Casey categories. Was oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Always. Uh, you both are going to stay in the studio for this one. And a themed game today. It's Super Bowl week. So we're going to have a Super Bowl showdown. I like mm. it. But it's not all about the football itself. The Super Bowl, the halftime show, stuff like that. So we'll get started here. Casey, you're going to go first. Okay. Uh, and you each can steal on every attempt here if the other person does not get it correct. Casey, your question. What singer 
famously caused the wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson in 2004. Easy. Justin Timberlake. Easy. Easy ones to start. Casey, you're on the board with the points. So easy. You want to continue this? I'm just good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Remy, your question here. Another easy one. What team went to and lost in four straight Super Bowls in the 1990s? Oh, yeah, that's super easy. That is super easy. Do you know this? You don't know this. I have a good guess. Four straight Super Bowls in the 1990s. They lost each and every one of them. In the 90s? In the 90s. You were alive. I'm going to say that. That was your prime. I'm going to say the Cowboys. Mm. Casey, do you know? That was my guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the Donnie Fandangos, the Buffalo Bills. Oh. I wouldn't have got that. For sure. Sh- have I you never they heard exist. this? It's been the talk since they've been in the playoffs now. Was, okay, so Casey. It's rigged. Casey did not disappoint in the first round like Remy did. Uh, she's got a point. Round number two, Casey, in 2010. Betty White starred in a commercial as Mike, an underperforming football player. What company was that commercial for? Snickers. Snickers. The final answer. Is it right? She said Snookers. Snickers. Um. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're hungry. Uh, okay, so it was Snickers. Betty White, of course, Mike, the football player. Remy, on to you now with Casey having a 2 nothing lead. Remy, in 1979... Mean Joe Green appeared in an ad where he said, hey, kid, catch, and he threw a jersey to a young child. It's maybe the most famous Super Bowl ad ever. What company was it for? Hey, kid, catch. Is that what it's- you've seen this suit. You've seen this so <laughs> I many don't times. Think I have a- it is a- the most famous one maybe ever. Hey, kid, catch. It's uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. It's probably AB. Is it right? Oh, look at you go. I could catch. Hey, kid, catch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mean Joe Green, it was Coca-Cola. Remy is on the board. He's Off not totally eliminated rails. yet. Off the rails. Casey, last cat or last round here. In 2013, the Super Bowl featured two brothers as head coaches, John Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh. But that game was halted in the third quarter due to what? Oh, you know this answer? I believe it was almost 30 minutes, more than 30 minutes. The game was halted. Stop Why? giving clues. Hang on. The actual game was halted? The game stopped. In 2013. 2013. Where was I? 18-year-old Casey. Gross. The game Drunken was bitch. halted because of the snow. The snow! <laughs> no. I don't okay, know. Okay, no, no. Remy. Uh, the game was halted because of a power outage. Oh, yeah, good job. Look at you go. Getting back into it. Yeah, the lights went out. I think it was 34 minutes. Oh, wow. So Remy got the steal. We're tied up. That means if Remy gets this one right, Remy wins. Uh. Last question. That's how it works. Remy, what team won the first ever Super Bowl? Gross. 1967. Oh, uh, put on my 1967 pants here. Uh, what was I doing in 67? Um, the first ever winners of the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to say the Patriots. I don't know. Patriots won a lot. Is it right? Mm. Casey. 
You have a chance to steal. This is awful. This is hard because teams back then weren't always like named the same right, thing right. that they are now. <clears throat> the very first Super Bowl was obviously the St. Louis Cardinals. The St. Louis Cardinals, <laughs> which was a real football team back in the day. Did they win the Super Bowl? (laughs) No, they did not win the Super Bowl. Uh, We go to sudden death here. Okay. And you guys are going to love this one. Uh, For the first one here, we'll do the first to answer correctly. If you both get it wrong, it's the closest to the pin. So, you can again, first to answer correctly, be verbal here. Roman numerals. Oh, God. Roman numerals. This is awful. What number would XXVI represent? 26. How do you know that? Let's go! That easy! I don't even know Roman numerals, and I just threw that out there. What up? For the daughters. Domination. Don't be bitter. I'm I'm waiting for you to ask her what she wants. Sorry. Brandy in Jerseyville, big winner today. You want Granger Smith tickets or you want those Miranda Lambert Little Big Town tickets? Miranda Lambert, please. All right, go to Miranda Lambert. Andy, we got you the Granger Smith tickets. You can join us on Friday at Ballpark Village. And just like that, he's back on the board. Okay, that was a fun game, though. That was a fun game. We should play. It wasn't that bad, I right? I don't like the football, football questions, but oh, I like gosh. the commercial questions. <laughs> More Super Bowl drama tomorrow, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes creepy, but always weird. Casey's DMs on 92.3 WIL. Okay, this one's kind of funny. (laughs) It kind of sucks. It kind of sucks? So it's not like directed towards me. It was kind of just a inbox message about what's something we were talking about. So this guy, man, I wish I could give his name or at least more details, but says, I heard you guys talking about the dating apps. I started seeing a girl from Tinder for a while, but I wasn't going to ask her out for Valentine's Day since it just started. So this they've probably only seen each other like a few times. Okay. But on Monday, my boss called me out at work for taking out his daughter lately. Had no clue it was her dad. I don't want to seem scared off, but I'm officially scared off. But if I ghost, he'll know it. So he's like, I've been seeing this girl from Tinder, and now my boss called me out. I put the pieces together. Is his daughter that I've been seeing, and now I don't want to be dating my boss's daughter, but if I break it off, he'll know he'll know why I did it. You're either getting a new job or you're getting married. <laughs> Those are your only yeah. two options. Is, I saw this and started sweating for you. That's tough. Um, ah. Like, what do you even do? Uh, because you still have to see him every day, regardless. Knows what's going on. From a dad's perspective over here, I can't even imagine if one of my employees was having relations with my daughter and I knew about it, and then he broke her heart. You have to tank the date. I'd probably date. Come, at, come at him either way. What do you think <laughs> me? You tank the date. You tank the date to the point that she is the one where she's like, oh my gosh. Like Not Whether you're it. doing weird things at dinner, yeah. like you're just yelling stuff out in the middle of nothing, you have to find a way to make her not want you and call it You off. do nothing but talk about her dad. Yes. Mm. Your How dad much you love is her so dad. awesome. I love your dad. It like, just when really... I, this really sucks if he like really did like her. Because, I mean, <laughs> apparently, I mean, I've never used a dating app, but if you're seeing someone a few times, you probably like actually like them, right? 
I would think so, yeah. If you're going to continue to see them, yeah. Or you like something about them. Right. You know. But now... He's got to figure it out because either he's taken out the boss's daughter on Monday or he's not. And either way, the boss is going to know. <sighs> this is going to be tough, but I just say sever it. I just say sever the ties with the daughter and just say, you know what? It didn't work out. I am I want to professionally, I want to help this business out the most that I can. And just let the, there are many fish in the sea, as they say. There's the old saying, you don't crap where you eat. <laughs> And that's exactly the advice you should say. I don't think I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You would, okay. Okay. Do you not, you really don't get it? You'd never date the boss's daughter though. Like say, remove us from our situation because the boss's daughter does, we know her here. But say like you are in love with your boss's daughter. I don't think I'm going to let it get to the point. And then you realize it's your boss's. Man, it just depends on who the dad is, I think, at that point. If, if it's a cool dad, if you, if you have a relationship with the dad. I've had relationships in the past where, like, the dad was cooler than the girl, actually. Yeah. So I didn't want to break up with her because I didn't want to lose the dad. <laughs> it says he's officially, he doesn't want to seem scared off, but he's officially scared off. Yeah, I just, I Yeah, I you got to find a good way to end it. Like you, like the guy said, he can't ghost because if he ghosts her, she, her dad's going to know. Man. And that's his boss. You got to have better awareness at the beginning. Like you got to have some idea what your boss's daughter, if he has a daughter. So I, mean, I guess you're, they might. They're just trolling and prowling. I mean, you I don't think know. I don't know if they like don't have the same last name or if like the daughter found out who the guy is and she tells dad like, hey, does this like? Do you know you John? guys are Facebook friends? Yeah. Like, what's going on? What would you do in this situation? You can always shoot us a text 314-699-4766. I I don't think that normally your DMs include advice like this. Normally it's like creepy dudes like, "Hey, you want to go out for Valentine's Day?" It was more of like a picture a, of your feet. <laughs> ew. You're right. It is usually like that. This was most more of a funny story and we feel pretty pretty bad for you. I don't know what would you do? Shoot us a text. Run. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. A British zoo is treating its monkeys to live music to help them get in the mood. That's right. A Marvin Gaye impersonator was hired to sing love songs at the Trentham Monkey Forest. And this is kind of what that sounds like. Are they doing this? Well, they're trying to get the monkeys in the mood. Oh. It's an endangered species of monkey, and they're trying to get the monkeys in the mood to reproduce. I feel like we've been... around. Today, we've... The show's had a certain I'm telling you, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up, Casey. The month of love, Casey. So, to breed the endangered monkeys, they're bringing in some Marvin Gaye. Yeah. And he's actually in the enclosure, too. The monkeys are kind of looking at him like... Um, oh this is weird and not putting me in the mood. I just feel like they're monkeys. You don't need any help with that. Like they just, they know. Monkeys have feelings. They want a little romance. I know they have know? feelings and everything, but they also just have a natural instinct because they're monkeys and they just, you know, do the dang thing. Uh, you know adults I mean? have natural instincts as well, but you don't think you want to be romanced <laughs> and uh, wined and dined every now and then? Exactly. Put like Remy. some candles, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Justice for the monkeys. I apologize. I was an anthropology minor in college, so I know all about monkeys in there. What kind of monkey did you say they, those were? They're romance. Uh, it doesn't say in this article, but it says they're endangered. So oh, I don't okay. know a specific uh, uh, species of monkeys that is endangered. But zoo, zoo authorities say they are excited to see if their experiment worked when birthing season arrives in late spring. It's got to be weird. Just getting excited about monkeys 
having an after party. Oh, they did it! Yes. Is that next. what we're talking about now? Okay, next story. Peloton just figured out a way to fire a bunch of people and keep torturing them for another 12 months. They laid off 2,800 employees yesterday, about 20% of their workforce. They've been kind of going through it right now with the PR thing. And each person's severance package includes a one-year Peloton subscription for free. Wow. Nice. On your way out, here's some more Peloton for you for free. Oh my gosh, what if they fired us today, but they were like, but you get the country tickets for, you know, yeah. the next few like months. On top of severance money or in place of severance there, money? No, there's some there, there's some other parts of this like severance package, but this is the one that everybody's talking about. It's like a $500 value for the subscription. Um, who doesn't want to have daily interaction with the company that just came to you, you know? Right, it'd be it would be very. Ah. That was a great comparison, I think, Casey. It'd be like them letting us go, but then still letting us go to the sold out Morgan Wallen show. Right, <laughs> which ugh, I don't know. Peloton's had kind of a rough year, and I think it all started whenever the Sex in the City reboot came out. In the first episode, they like killed a major character with a Peloton. Well, spoiler alert. So, okay, it's, it's been out start. for months now. You know <laughs> it. Like immediately, sales went down. Yeah, uh, they, there's some like stock stuff going on there too. It's just not been a good year for Peloton, but bad I just I don't know. And I don't know that I'd be okay with that. Fire your employees, but be like, but you can keep riding only for a year. Stay in shape because we might need you back right. eventually. Uh, medal count is Russia on top with ten. Norway tied at ten, I guess, for that first place spot. Austria at number nine. The U.S. coming up. We're creeping up slowly but surely. We're in seventh place with medal count. Our first gold yesterday in the snow cross event. Uh, the Blues will take on the Devils. Tomorrow night, puck drop at 7. And the Unprofessional News is powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. Find out more at 923WIL.com. It's the cops theme. The cops <laughs> have found the gingerbread man's stolen car. Yes. Shout out to the detectives of Maryland Heights. Is it operable? I have so many questions. I'll, I'll let you go. I okay. have so many questions, though. He gets notified probably about two days ago. Hey, we think we found it. Don't freak out because, you know, he's been in the market now looking for a new car because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. About two days ago, gets, you know, contacted. We think we found it. Just so you know, don't do anything crazy. Don't go, like, buy a new car. Okay. Yesterday, he comes home just face lit up. They found it! Wow. And I'm like, okay, but like, and what's it look like? Is it all shot up? Is it, you know, did they pull it out of the river? Because you hear some stories. So apparently they found it in a spot wherever, I guess where, when you steal a car, if you're going to dump it somewhere, it's kind of like a hot spot for that. Okay. I don't know the actual location. They found it, and the outside is pretty much all in one piece. That's good. There's like a like it's got like a fender bender. The rims are pretty scuffed up, and they paid to have the windows all tinted. Wow! Like That's tinted, all... tinted. Really? Yes. Wow! And not even like they spray painted it tinted. Like they paid to have it tinted. That's crazy. That's that just seems like a weird move. Yeah. Especially when it had with like when they stole the car from your boyfriend. It, he was needing gas. He's at a gas he station. He also had the key fob on him, right? Right. So they think because of the state that it was in, 
that they just kept filling it up with gas every day and kept it running running. for as long as possible, thinking that maybe they could figure out how to hotwire it or how to hook it up to a different key, but they just needed to keep buying time. So they kept filling it up with gas. They tinted the windows so it would be unrecognizable. (laughs) And I guess, obviously, they failed because it was no longer running. And it's pretty much all in one piece. I think they had like clearly been using the um, car, the cup holders as like ashtrays. There was all kinds of dirt and stuff on the inside. Oh, yeah. But luckily, because it's in pretty great shape and they found it within a certain amount of time, I'm pretty sure it's good to go and it's gonna like repairs are gonna be made. And by the time he comes back into town after his boys weekend this weekend yeah it'll be good to go wow he's got to be so happy because i just remember talking to him about that car because i've connected with my forerunner on a soul level and he is also connected with his car on a soul level he just got it at the start of the new year and was so amped about it and was just like crushed whenever it got stolen so pretty amazing that they did find it it's pretty much in one piece kind of a better piece now because they tinted the windows for him <laughs> and now it's like it's being all shined up and sent home thanks for the tj i would almost feel weird taking it back like i feel like i've been violated been at that in point there. yeah, yeah someone who knows what they've been doing in there you take it to an auto body shop they'll make it look like new yeah i kind of feel the same but he's just so super excited and i know a lot of listeners have been asking about it and kind of dming in and asking for updates since we haven't talked about it in a while yeah. but yeah that's the update they found it i think a couple days ago and no bullet holes, wasn't no in the river. No bullet holes, not in the river. We have a happy gingerbread man, nice. and that's good news because I got I can't keep sharing a car. <laughs> <laughs> I have police officer friends who said, they'll find it. Right. It will, might be a little bit, but they'll find it. And, and they, they did. did. That's awesome. Well, congratulations to your boyfriend, the gingerbread man, for, yes. uh, for I guess, getting his car back, getting his, his other half back. Yes. Remy and Casey salute to freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we want to salute Tim Connell, who is part of the U.S. Army. And all of our recruits this week will get a two VIP tickets to an advanced screening of the movie Dog with Channing Tatum and some concessions along with that too. That's right. So Dog tells the story of a former army ranger on a road trip with a retired army dog named Lulu. It looks super cute. I can't wait to watch it. It opens in theaters on February 18th, but our Salute to Freedom nominees each get tickets on their own. Yeah, we want to say thanks to Tim Connell, who served in the U.S. Army from 86 to 2008, started as a heavy equipment operator and retired with the Army Recruiting Command. Thank you so much for your service. Tim sent us a request song, so we're going to play it. Tim McGraw, Live Like You Were Dying. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. We've been kind of, what's the word, speculating mm-hmm. on the guys of Florida Georgia Line for about maybe a year now. You just kind of see the signs. You just see the signs. This, You stop posting with each other. You unfollow each other from socials. You t- cancel a tour. Everyone's going to think you're broken up. Say it ain't so. Well, actually, so left turn. They just got a new exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame where you can, if you go to the Hall of Fame in Nashville, you can walk in and see like some of their biggest iconic outfits that they've worn, um, their awards, sets from their music videos, etc. And they used that as a perfect time to announce their break. Oh, no. So technically, the correct terminology... Brian Kelly, BK, the Beach Cowboy, (laughs) says, 
We're not going our separate ways. We're taking a break from recording our music. We're being artists. And so a couple of years back, we started writing music without each other. Now we're doing that with recording the music. So as we have seen over the past couple of years, like Brian Kelly really going that beach cowboy route. Yeah. Tyler Hubbard, much more mainstream, kind of hits you as like a Thomas Rhett sort of figure. And you haven't really seen a ton of new Florida Georgia line music with them together. Obviously, last year they were supposed to come on tour. That The whole tour got canceled, not just their St. Louis date. And um, I'm not shocked about this. Yeah, it's, you know, and who knows? We can speculate about their relationship as much as we want, but... In, in in the past, I mean, Brooks and Dunn have gone through this. Montgomery Gentry went through this. If you're a duo like that, you're going to have these moments where you need to kind of just take a little bit time away, do your own thing, realize that you actually need each other yeah. and come back and have sellout crowds like we did with Brooks and Dunn last year. That was kind of my first thought. Like, I will not be surprised if in 10 years or less, we hear about a Florida Georgia Line reboot tour oh, yeah. where they both are on tour together, but they also can sing their solo music and it turns into a sort of nostalgic feeling for that 2012 time where they yeah. were really hitting number ones with every song they released. They're not struggling for money at this point, so oh, it's not no. like they have to worry about that. Right. <laughs> they can do what they want, but I definitely definitely believe it's not the last time we're going to see them tour together, and it's not the last time they're going to release music. I really think for these two, it is just a break for maybe a couple of years, because I like Brian. I like Tyler. I don't like them individually as uh, much yeah, as I, I like each, them last. together. Yeah. You don't like the Beach Cowboy yet? It's No. <laughs> I'm even wondering if their their style and their 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 kind of music if they just kind of hit its peak already for them. Yeah, we maybe. I think from an artistic standpoint, this is a good decision for them. I mean, they can realize they they see that they're in it every day. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's good, and, and it'll be good, like you said, when they come back in two or three, four years or whatever, and it's like and gets everybody hyped up again. Tour. Everybody's that, like, yeah, play cruise. Where's Nelly? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That release definitely sounded like a breakup kind of text. Like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna be friends still, though. I know you're not. That's you're, you're that's not how gonna, it's gotta go. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe they are having their personal issues. They've been in the press a little bit for their their differing views and things like that. So maybe some time apart is what they need to see that, you know, their career together, I think, is superior. Yeah. So anyway, Casey Covers Country brought to you by Bricklayers Local One. While you learn, you earn. Visit BACSTL.com. Chris Jansen, Dunn, 92.3 WIL, New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. We are on the way out, but we had quite a show today. Uh, this all kind of started with our good friend Meat over here who mispronounces the word crayon and says crown. Because why? And what'd you say? How'd you say it? Crayon. Crayon. Okay, so you mispronounced the word as well. There's Thank a you. hint of Y in there. Crayon. No. Crayon. No. C-R-A-N. I would say there's two syllables. Crayon. Crayon. You guys are absolutely crayon. crazy. We asked this on Facebook. What word triggers you when it's mispronounced? And there's over 150 comments on here. Uh, supposedly, instead of supposedly. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, Nevada. Ugh. Someone Nevada. said ask. Uh, Western, when they say Western. I don't, I don't know that I've heard that. Uh, the big one on here is the milk and the pillow pillow. Milk, milk, pillow, pillow. People had a lot to say about it. Oh, something that bugs me is when people say words that start with H and they don't pronounce the H. Like human instead of human. 
Huge. Do people do that? Huge instead of huge. <laughs> Actually, there's something that you say that bugs me, me. Really? What do oh. I say? R-U-I-N. Rune. Rune? What? Whenever you say like something's being ruined. Ruined. He always ruined. says, you ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. Are you and I'm going to start saying it more. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, it gives me the uh, <laughs> You ruined it. Uh, we talked about how the Super Bowl should definitely be a holiday and some ways around that. I mean, there are a lot of companies that offer mental health days, so you can take that. Or we could just move to Saturday. Or and we I could just make it a holiday. <laughs> yes. Finally. That too, but I feel like that's going to be a lot harder to do at this point. With that attitude, yeah. <laughs> how many how many years have you been in radio where there's been a petition that goes around and it never gets anything done? That's that's because people just don't have the passion that we do. We can be the ones to make the difference. Okay. We care about it. Uh, I will sign off on whatever petition you guys come up with, but uh, uh, that's okay. on. Sounds like I'll, you're really into it. Let's check in after the Super Bowl. All right. Also, they found your boyfriend's car. They your did. boyfriend's stolen car. Yeah, it, went, it got stolen earlier, I want to say probably about a month ago, and they just found it this week, and it's actually in decent condition. It's going to be cleaned up and returned to him, and very excited about it. Man, a lot crazy. of people were asking. That's the update. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy story. Happy that he'll have his car back, and uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the podcast. We always post that up every day. Just check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow.